If you're the kind of person that eats carbohydrates and typically feels lethargic, tired, sleepy, all those things after you eat, carb cycling might be something to look into. Hey, what's going on and welcome to another episode of the Barbells and Burgers podcast. Today we're going to be talking about carb cycling. Um, and I'm going to actually keep this very simple for you. Um, I think that carb cycling can be a, a tool in the tool chest, just like everything else. It's not magic. It doesn't like completely, you know, fix every problem you've ever had with uh, your nutrition or anything like that. Um, and like any other tool, it, it is susceptible to neurosis, which means that if it works for you once, there's this idea that it can be um, that it's like the missing tool. And everyone, that's why it's kind of like challenging, right? Because everyone has their own unique body chemistry. I mean, we're all sort of made of the same stuff, but our lives are different. Um, how our bodies respond to different foods at different times is all very different. So make sure you experiment and see what works best for you. Um, I'm going to give you some tips that I have given clients. I will give you tips that I've seen work for me. So there's a wide variety of options and possibilities for you. So first, let's just quickly define what carb cycling is. Uh, the name really is the perfect description. It's cycling different amounts of carbohydrates either throughout the day or throughout the week. Um, probably the most popular method for using carb cycling is that if you are lifting weights or exercising in any consistent capacity, what I was first introduced to is having a higher carb amount on the days that I lift weights or if I go do some high intensity interval training, things like that, because carbohydrates will fuel exercise uh, mostly, I mean, it fuels all exercise, but it's most beneficial for anaerobic exercise, which is things like doing short interval bursts at high intensity and then longer rest breaks in between and sort of intervaling back and forth between that. So weightlifting falls into that category. Things like sprints or any high intensity interval training will fall into that category. So you will utilize or it will be beneficial to use those carbohydrates on days where you're doing that type of activity. Now, please don't assume that you have to only eat carbs on days that you work out because I thought that for a very long time and it's not sustainable. It didn't work for me. It was very miserable and confusing and it took me a long time to figure out that you can still eat carbohydrates on days that you don't work out. So that's number one. Um, the other thing to know about carb cycling is that it can be done either in a cyclical manner of a day. So you can think of it on how it would look like for a day and I'll give you some examples in a minute or it can be throughout the week. So what I personally like more than anything is a daily carb cycling kind of routine. And that's because it's easier for me to manage something that I can do pretty much every single day that gives me pretty much the exact same effect. If I have to plan on having low carbs on Monday and then medium carbs on Tuesday and then high carbs on Wednesday and then repeat that cycle, I just, my week and my no week ever looks the same for me personally. So trying to manage that is just unsustainable for my lifestyle. Maybe you have a lifestyle that's extremely routine and there's not a lot of, a lot of variable factors um, and that would work for you. And we'll explain that in a second, but let's go over the daily one first. So in the last episode, I sort of explained habits that help keep me lean. And one of the things I described was 
not having a large amount of carbohydrates, especially the, the starchy versions or even the processed versions until later on at night. And the reason why I do that is because any substantial amount of carbohydrates tend to make me feel sleepy. So my body type is probably better on like a lower carb approach in terms of brain functionality and energy levels and things like that. So personally speaking, I do better if I reserve my carbohydrates for the evening when it's a good time to wind down. Um, so that's what I prefer to do. Um, some people might want to front load their carbohydrates so that they have their carbs in the morning and then they start to teeter off uh, having as many carbohydrates at night and it's kind of the opposite of what I just described. So it, it, it honestly, it depends. Um, I, I don't think there's any one perfect way to do it. Uh, I, everyone's different. So I would say experiment with it, see what works best for you. You can either do low carbs, you know, in the first half of the day and then higher carbs at the end of the day. You can, if you want, you could just place your carbohydrates around meals that you're going to do high intensity activity. So maybe you have a, a carb rich meal before your workout, you know, somewhere between an hour to two hours before. And then maybe you have a carb rich meal afterwards. And then after that, it's pretty much low carb for anything else you're going to eat. There's lots of ways to do things. Don't get overwhelmed by the different options. What I would do is just start with one. If it doesn't work, move on to the next. Don't stress out about it. Um, anytime a diet pattern or approach or style doesn't work for you, it's not a failure on your part. It's simply just something that just doesn't work for you. Um, if you're doing your best, that's all that matters. Over time, you'll start to learn what your body is most optimal at and, and how things work, and then you'll fall in that routine, and then the positive feedback from the experience will help you stay consistent. So don't worry about failing, especially in the beginning. It happens to all of us. Um, I explained in the last episode how many times I had to try different things just to figure out my own routine. All right, so now let's talk about weekly carb cycling. So if you're looking at a seven-day week, you know, Sunday, I start Sunday through Saturday, or you can start Monday through Sunday, whatever you want to think about. You sort of want to cycle low, medium, and high-carbohydrate high days. Um, you could also keep it simple and just do low and high days. I think that's easier. Having a medium-carb day seems sort of not necessary, but for some people, if they want to get super nitty-gritty, that could be helpful. But I like to do low and high-carb days. So in the past, when I used to do kind of a weekly cycle, I would what worked best for me was planning high-carb days on workout days. And then having low slash medium carb days on days where I didn't work out. And that worked pretty well in the beginning, but I found that that was less sustainable because, you know, not every Friday I go out to eat or not every Wednesday I uh, work out. You know, it, it my workout schedule is somewhat consistent, but it also depends on what else is going on that week. Uh, I have to change things sometimes last minute due to you know, poor sleep or, you know, my, my, my wife has made plans and, you know, I forgot about them because that's just what I do. Um, and so things happen. And I think that it's much more manageable to focus on a weekly, or I'm sorry, a daily carb cycling schedule because your days are going to look more consistent than your weeks on average for most people. And so if you have control of your mornings, then you can go low carb if you are more social at night, like most of us are. I mean, think about it. Like I'm recording this on a Friday. There's a very good chance that I'm going to eat something that uh, is not 
just veggies and protein for dinner tonight because that's what we like to do on Fridays. We like to go out to eat or we like to get something uh, delivered to us. So I can easily plan around that. I can easily go, okay, I'm going to fast. That's just what I personally like to do. You don't have to do that, but I'll fast or have a low carb breakfast. I'll have a, a low carb lunch. I'll try to stay away from snacks the best I can and, and liquid calories. And then dinner is where I'm going to get the majority of my calories for that day. And that approach has been the most consistent for helping me manage calories personally. And so if you're not the kind of person that has that same exact routine, what I would bank on is when you have any sort of social eating, and that could be between you and a spouse, you and a friend, or a group of people. It doesn't, it's basically anytime you're not eating by yourself. You can plan that you're going to eat something that is dense in calories and probably not super filling. And so you can you could probably with pretty good accuracy estimate that you'd be getting about a thousand calories at these social eating events. So plan the rest of your day around that, which is especially beneficial if you're the kind of person that doesn't want to go into a social eating event and have to make specific choices to reduce the amount of calories you consume. I personally can do that sometimes, but more than not, I just want to eat what I want to eat at that restaurant. Like if I have a favorite entree, that's what I want to get. I don't want to get a salad. I don't want to get a soup. I don't want to have an item off the kids menu because it has less calories. I want to eat what I want to eat, and I'd rather plan the rest of my day around that meal, meaning that I'd rather get less calories, more nutrient-dense foods at the beginning of the day or at, you know before the event, and then just have what I want to have at that evening event. So that's what carb cycling is. There's probably a lot of other things that we could go into about carb cycling, like what type of carbs. Um, because I'm already at the 10 minute mark, I think one thing I'll just leave you with saying is any food that has carbohydrates in it is going to be counted towards this total amount. The only thing I would exclude are things that are high in fiber. So if you have something like you know, green beans and broccoli, typically low in starch, but high in fiber. And those, those are still carbohydrates and those will still count in your total amount if you're using like a macro tracker. But those aren't the carbs that we're talking about. I'm talking about high starch carbohydrates. I'm talking potatoes, beans, rice, things like that. A common question I get is where do fruits fall in the carbohydrate spectrum? My thing is, if people were getting fat off of eating fruit, we would have known it by now. I like to include fruits and vegetables pretty much in the same category. If you're eating a thousand grapes, it's kind of a different story, but I've yet to see that happen. So fruits and vegetables like green beans and broccoli and, and those low starch vegetables, those can be eaten and considered a low carb part of your meal. Um, the high carbs come in again with the breads, the pastas, the rices, the potatoes, things like that. So anyway, that's the episode on carb cycling. If you're listening to this podcast and you would like more specific topics about anything that I've talked about or maybe something I haven't talked about, please let me know. I'm, I'm here for you. I create this podcast so that you can understand exactly how the world of nutrition works. So a lot of times I just come up with these podcast episodes on my own based on prior client questions, 
But I'm always open for ideas and suggestions on podcast episodes. So if you're listening and you have an idea, make sure you check out my Instagram story at least three times a week. I'll put a little question box that says, hey, got any questions for the podcast? I'd love to address them in an episode or two. So anyway, that is my episode for today. Thanks a ton for listening. I hope you have a great day. And if you're listening to this on the day that it dropped, I hope you had a great 4th of July weekend. You stayed safe and you didn't completely... Uh, get out of your routine because that's one thing that's hard to do. All right. I'll talk to you later.